This week, it's rapid eye movement. Let's go. Is that what it means? Did you not know that REM meant rapid eye movement? No, I knew it was medical. <laughs> anyway, I mean, up until up until about two seconds ago, you were probably wondering now. I absolutely was. I had no you idea. Were, I think you were walking through the ghost town on the way to the nightclub mm. after going out on Friday night and getting back on Saturday morning after having a bit of a bit of a stupid marriage with the gangsters. I think I think you're now wondering. You are wondering now. Yeah. Why we chose REM this week and well REM REM are absolutely amazing. I think so. On the balance, on on the balance, yeah. Pretty untouchable band. They're better than Elbow. <laughs> Just dragging Elbow into it for no reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, to, that was a bit uncalled so for. What? So what? They're better. I have just watched a, I have just watched a video of Paul Rudd absolutely losing his shit over a video of Guy Gravy or whatever his name is Guy singing Wichita Lineman. Mm. And Paul, that's my favorite song. That's my favorite song. Like his all of his dreams coming true in like five minutes. There was someone in that video though. What are they even promoting? Like, why are they there? Elbow are promoting their other joints, like their knees, their shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I fell for that for a second. There's someone in the room with him, though, right? Like, there's another actor there, I swear. Um, yeah, Lenny Henry is just in the room for no reason. <laughs> like, why Oh, that... yeah, they've got Lenny, <laughs> they've got like Lenny Henry in just so he can laugh. Let me get the record. Let me go grab a... I should have had it nearby. I've got Automatic for the People right here. Yeah. Their biggest sellout album, Beautiful. I think. Beautiful. It's a great so... album. Yeah, it is. Oh, you, it's almost a bit naughty to have Man on the Moon and Everybody Hurts on the same album. I know. I know. Man on the Moon, Night Swimming, Find the River is the perfect one, two, three I've ever seen on an album. It's incredible. Yep. <clears throat> oh, oh my God. Oh my and the God. Same, <clears throat> the same with Out of Time. You've got Losing My Religion and Shiny Happy People. Yeah. Granted, it is their kind of sellout pop get me on the charts songs yeah they had a face uh, but they're still really good though they've got really good they've got that pop it's more interesting than like other that phase pop. was quite late on for them as well really yeah in the 90s but i just think rem are so inimitable what you is- never other than the big big tunes that they have like losing my religion everybody hurts or blah 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 you never really hear a band try and cover uh, what's the name of the band we're talking about? Are we, you never hear a band I, try and cover REM. Yeah. I told you this would be forty-two percent. You know, and I, <laughs> I think they've just got such a unique sound. You never hear a cover band get close, and I don't know how because they don't they don't set the world alight with their no. musicianship. In, and, and I mean that in a nice way. No, no, it's like they've got like a pace that is hard. It's not very fast paced most of the time. And they don't but they don't come across lethargic for some reason. Like it's always No, really they they've always paced. had Yeah, you're right. It's like good tempo. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like very approachable, digestible, but like not boring. Like it's never boring. No, and I think that helps through uh, lead singer Mr. Stipe. Oh yeah, he is one of the most interesting eccentric frontmen. Well, mm. I, I don't know if you had a chance to check their 1999 Glasto set, but I, I think that is one of the best Glastonbury headliners slots, whatever you want to call them, I've ever seen. Really? Oh, they were so much energy. Even if Better you don't like, even if you don't like your eyes rapidly moving, that <laughs> they are, that they're good. They're just good. They've got like a, a, a right mix of grungy, rocky pop. It's like everything into one. Every genre ever combined into one sound. Mm, they do a lot of grunge. I got I started listening to some of their more grungy stuff, like New Adventures in Hi-Fi. And like they cover a lot of bases and they do really well at them all somehow. I'm not really sure how they well, do that. I think, I think their grungiest, rawest, kind of most garagey stuff. Is actually their last. I think it's their last album. Accelerate yeah. from two thousand and eight. There's accelerate and then there's collapse into now. Uh, yeah, records from that are like supernatural, super serious. What a tune! I think my favorite tune from Accelerate is Living Well is the best revenge. That is a proper. Yeah. yeah. That gets you moving in rapid eye rapid movement eye, directions. Rapid eyes. <laughs> But do you know what I think that we should set out to do today? Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. We should. We, we, we need to find out what the frequency is from Kenneth. <laughs> Has Kenneth ever come out and told us what the frequency was? Fucking Kenneth. No, but I want to know if they put a man on the moon, really. That's what I'd like to know. Do you believe they put a man on the moon? Do you want to know if everybody hurts? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I want to know about the South Central Rain, actually. I think that that's like, their, their songwriting is so good. Very memorable stuff. Well, Stipe is such a... I, I don't want to say poet because he doesn't write poems, but I don't... What's the word? Just a bit of a genius. Very good. Can we say genius? I think the word genius is too overused. Uh, I don't think it's overused. In actually, no, that's a lie. I do think it's overused. Let's not use that. <laughs> yeah, no, he's very good though. I mean, he's a very good songwriter. I mean, I mean, what's a frequency, Kenneth? Again, quite late. I always associate REM with the eighties, but obviously this is ninety four. Yeah. A single he's run to be fair. from their ninth studio album monster uh and obviously we all know well any rapid eye movement fan mm. will know that um what's the frequency kenneth the phrase came from uh when a journalist dan rather dan rather rather well rather um, not dan um yeah. he was attacked walking through a park i think it was a park if not I don't care. Uh, and and the, the, these people that attacked him, one of them just kept saying, what's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency? Kenneth, what's the frequency? Uh, uh, this man, he said, everywhere says, demanded to know what the frequency was. And I feel sorry for him because we've never found out. Never said. Kenneth went quiet on, on him. 
That is a shame. I mean, frequency for what? What? what, what I'm frequency? worried. I'm what is worried the, now. The frequency, like the frequency of like the planet or something. I, <laughs> I I'm struggling with like breathing today. What is going on? I mean, just because all their songwriting is so breathtaking. I know. Uh, like, you're wondering now. Too. I know. <laughs> but they've got a lot of songs, to be fair. REM have a lot of songs about radios, didn't they? Like their big, like their first big hit was about a radio. And then radio yeah, song uh, on Out of Time. I mean, really this one here says radio edit in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> radio edit? You know, what is the frequency of this radio what? edit? Yeah, that's what it's about. A lot of radio uh, stuff. They also are very good with political songs like Orange Crush. Yeah. That's a great anti-war song. Boo war. I don't like war either. What is it good for? That's what, um, that's what you've been paid to say. I personally love war. Love a good war. I. What's your favourite REM tune, actually? I thought you were going to say what's my favourite war. Well, what, well, we'll get to that after your favourite REM tune. Okay. All right. Uh, ooh, well, it's tough. Electrolyte, though. Ooh. Yeah. Why? Because it's really good. <laughs> and I like Mulholland Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my All two right. reasons. Alright, fair. What about you? What about you? Uh I think I have to say South Central Rain. Mm. Which, mm. funnily enough, was played on their first ever um television appearance with uh, Letterman. Oh nice. Uh, it was played actually a year before the song came out, and it was that new that they didn't have a title for the song at this point. And crucially for Stipe, he had hair. He had hair back then. Yeah. I think he looks good bald, bald though. Like so certain people don't, but he does. He suits it. You know. I hope. I hope to be that way. He's got a good head shape for baldness. Yeah, he's got like a really smooth. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> you think, yeah, he's the lead vocalist, he, lyrics, blah blah blah. You look at like Pete Buck, Mike Mills, they, they are like genius, genies, geniuses. Genii, yeah. BDI in their own right. <laughs> and you know, it's like when you say REM, I'm just gonna bet here that most people think, oh, Stipe, or they don't even know who who any of them are. Yeah. Buck and Mills never get a look in. Buck and Mills. Buck and Mills sounds like a terrible bar. Or... <laughs> but he's down Buck and Mills. Hey, I'm going. Buck and lettuce. I think you'd find Lars Ulrich in Buck and Mills, making That's... sure that they're paying all their royalties. Sat in, the, sat in the corner, hoping nobody sings along on karaoke night. Oi! <laughs> like, you have a license for that? <laughs> Maybe they all think he's constantly about to break into part life. Oh, oh right. Oh, that may be Maybe that's... he. Maybe he's misunderstood. Maybe he just really likes Blur. Oh, but only that part though. Yeah, but other than that, don't sing one of his songs. Have you got a license? To be fair, does anyone actually do any Metallica in karaoke? I've never really seen that. Not karaoke band. What would you do? Like Enter Sandman, maybe. Uh, well, other than the fact that Lars wouldn't allow it because you'd owe him money, but yeah, 
significant royalties, like your house probably would have to go. Imagine you have... that you, you go out to do karaoke and have a few pints and you end up in court. Court or jail first, county jail, and then and then court. And then Lars is just sat there across from you with his drumsticks and his weird gloves. Oh, his annoying, his annoying metal drumsticks, <laughs> <and> stupid <laughs> aluminium drums. Let's just use a normal stick. It doesn't make doesn't make you sound better. You don't play sure. better. Doesn't it? Doesn't it affect the sound at all? Do you think he goes, boy? You're wondering now why I'm using aluminium drumsticks. He's not even mic'd up. He's not mic'd up at all. He's just he's just rambling. It's a bit of a nitty. Can I say that? <laughs> I don't know if I can say you're, that. You're gonna get so sued. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He likes me. He likes me. I only I mean, sing I sing royalty free stuff all the time. Really? Yeah. Like happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday's not royalty free. Not like the Stevie Wonder one. Like just the happy birthday song, like standard. <laughs> Oi, no singing at birthday. <laughs> I don't care if you thought. Where's no, my money? Oi. Celebrate good times or anything like that. Do you want to know what? I mean, you're wondering now. Uh huh. What What Stevie is wondering this week? What's what Stevie, Stevie Wonder is what? I think Stevie Wonder Nothing is about wondering. rapid eye movements. I hope. <laughs> no, don't don't be silly. Come no, on, that'd be very mean. Stevie Wonder is wondering why are we both so unemployed? Mm, perennially, perennially. Uh, oh. I don't know. I mean, what's your what's your excuse? Like, uh, my excuse is I I don't have one actually. What's yours? I'm trying. I'm try- I mean, I. How many like six interviews coming out of my ass here? You know, I've no job yet. Don't know what's going on. Maybe it's me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I apply to more jobs than there are jobs. That's yeah. You're just like you offer people who aren't hiring to work. You know, like exactly. I will work. Exactly. We just are not 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 biting on the 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 obvious raw talent that we're bringing to the, to the table. But- it's raw. I'm not sure about talent, but <laughs> <laughs> the raw absence of talent that we're bringing to the table. Yeah. Welcome to the You're Wondering Now podcast. We will provide you with the raw absence of talent. See, that's good though. So you've just we've just spun a perfectly good self-deprecating thing into some more promo, which I feel that's like the sort of vulture mentality that you know any business would benefit from. Should get that into like a soundbite. Yeah. Can we do that? Can producer Joe do that? Yeah, producer Joe, executive producer Mr. Joe. Executive producer Mr. Joe. <laughs> He's saved on my phone as executive producer Mr. Joe. I'm going to change that right now. I'm going to change that right this second. And it's really confusing because whenever I get a text message from him, I'm like, who the fuck is Mr. Executive? Oh. <laughs> oh. You, you have to know who he is. Uh, it's because I've got a few executive producers called Mr. Joe, that's all. Oh, right, okay, okay. You have to, like, spec- you have to put, like, you're wondering now in brackets next to his name. So you remember, this is going to be, like, the longest contact in your phone. I don't know how many letters that is. I need to change it. Thank, you, thank him- you, producer Mr. Joe. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Producer, Mr. Mr. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so it says that REM was formed in 1980. 
Uh-huh. And that was a long time ago. That's so long ago, I can't do the maths in my head. What's that, 43 years ago? Yeah. And they split up in 2011 during, Finish. well, after um, that album that has a name. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Collapse yeah. Into Now, I think. Yeah, that's the one. I told you, 42%. Collapse Into Now. Uh, <laughs> yep. I, I think they've done it right. They disbanded. Really? They, they didn't. They didn't tell the party line. They didn't pull songs out their ass. They just carried on going until they thought, yeah, this is it. We're done. Think yeah. of all the bands that should have stopped or split up years ago. And they've not got together since. They've not done any music. I think it's right because what they've got is their legacy and it's intact. It's great. That music is timeless. People still go back to it. And if you love R.E.M., you'll never leave it. It doesn't seem like they have intentions of reforming or something to do some like really washed up. 70 year old tribute yeah. their own music or something so that would suck they, they they don't they don't need the money they don't need to prove anything and i think part of stuff like this is like leaving people wanting more i think it's a good thing when people are mm. like, oh please come back i want more because it right. shows that you were good that's a good that's a good level to be at and then obviously just don't come back and ruin it yeah i think also, they also have like a thing about their music after like the 2000s where they both they basically think most of it was wank which it wasn't as it's not as good as it was so like yeah just kind of pack it in if you feel like you're not producing to the peak of your powers what what are you what are you doing it for i mean don't phone it in i mean i have not a hot take i just have a take so my take is from the 1987 song it's the end of the world as we know it and i feel fine yeah i think this okay so put this up against we didn't start the fire rem's it's the end of the world as we know it is oppenheimer (laughs) and and we didn't start the fire is barbie yeah all right now what do i do (laughs) 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 <laughs> but do you feel fine i feel fine at the moment unemployed <laughs> fine though not too uh, you, you i hate you didn't fire. start the fire actually i really did not like that song at all really it's no. a bit it's a bit karaoke gimmicky isn't it, it Lars is just waiting yeah it was made for like a jukebox it's just not fun for me i think we didn't start the fire but it was sounds a, like yeah. a song that primary school kids would use to learn history. Oh, a million percent. A million like percent. like a kind of jingle with a nice little kind of uh, beat and tempo that Harry Truman, Doris Day, uh, China Johnny, like, oi, are you singing with <laughs> <it? laughs> Class 7B, you better shut up right now. <laughs> Sing along. You know, we got a bit of communism in here. Joseph Stalin, Malenkov, Nasser and Prokhorov. Yeah, uh, I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> I think, what's he got? Einstein, James Dean, Brooklyn's got a winning team. David Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland. He's either having a psychotic episode or he just put words. And then he talked about that we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't yeah. start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. All right, Marta, trying to fight a fire that you've... It's like they didn't have suppose... extinguishers back then, though. 
They didn't know what to do. They're just like singing at it. Tell them, tell them this raging fire about all the history that came before. See what happens. It's a bit lazy. It's really lazy. That's just the song in general. Very I mean, lazy. It, it, it kind of like, ooh, I need a song for my album quick. Oh, God. Yeah, and then but they were like, hey, do you remember everything that happened in the last ever. 50 years? <laughs> like, yeah, ever. Everything that ever happened, ever. Make well, that a song. Uh, if we contrast this with it's the end of the world as we know it and i feel fine i I just i i urge everybody that hasn't already heard or seen it to search for their glastonbury performance 1999 and just listen to this the energy that they put into this song bear in mind it's at the end of their set and this is a difficult song to sing uh he's kind of like white man rapping isn't he in oh yeah, song. yeah. What, they what? A phase of that though. That happens with Out of Time as well. They do a lot of that on that for some reason. But I think Stipe's lyrics are just so good. And they are visceral. Good. Yeah. He said he had this journey. He said that the song it was about a nightmare. Everything in this song, pretty much, he dreamt it was happening to him in a nightmare. Oh. Well, that's quite. That is quite vivid, though. Yeah, the other night I drifted, nice continental drift divide, mountains sit in a lane, Leonard Bernstein, <laughs> Leonoy Brezhnev, Lenny Bruce and Lester Bangs, birthday party cheesecake, jelly bean boom, you symbiotic patriotic slam butt neck right right. Come on. Who else puts jelly bean and cheesecake? I'd eat that. In, in, in a verse with... Leonard Bernstein or Brezhnev. Who does that? No one. I mean, he's he references a lot of weird things. Like, he's the only person I've heard reference Risk, like the, the board game, in any song. I think you're the only person I've ever heard reference Risk in general, never mind in a song. Oh, no, everyone loves Risk. Uh, it's not a risk oh. I'm willing to take. Wait, oh. oh, my God. Such a good game, though. <laughs> Six o'clock TV hour, don't get caught in a foreign tower. Slash and burn, return, listen to yourself, churn. Is he making butter? Listen to yourself, <laughs> churn. Is he making butter? Lock him in uniform, book burning, bloodletting. Every motive escalate, automotive incinerate. Light a candle, light a motive, step down, step down. Watch your heel crush, crush, uh-oh. This means no fear, cavalier, renegade and steering clear. A tournament, a tournament, a tournament of lies. Offer me solutions, offer me alternatives and I decline. See, offer me, offer me solutions, offer me alternatives and I decline. You can't complain if you don't want help. Yeah, just be miserable, be a nihilist. But it is a yeah. nihilist, yes, but still. I mean, what we are also forgetting is the Simpsons when they had a, a legendary appearance on the Simpsons. Did they? And Homer sang this song. Oh, no way. I don't remember that. Uh, it was in... What year was it? It was in a year that happened... Not this year. Not this year. One of them. One of the years. One of the yester years. Probably was good. It's a... What year? I remember they did a parody. They did a parody of uh, one of the police songs. Like that was quite good as well. Is it walking on the moon? They just they have a, they used to have a lot of good like musical appearances. Two thousand two thousand and one. Two thousand one. Good year. Year of me. Mm. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yeah, my my year. What's another song that gets my? I love Superman by REM. Yeah, I don't remember. It's like such a simple, it's a simple kind of. It's almost bad. It's that simple, but <laughs> REM just have that way of being catchy. Yeah. I am, I am, I am Superman. Oh He's got God. such a distinctive <laughs> voice. I don't remember. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Oh, stop singing R.E.M. I want my money. <laughs> oh, I haven't listened to the album this is on, actually, before. We, you know, you chose R.E.M. this week, and you've not done your homework. What's the point? Honestly, what, this, this is why you're unemployed. You're not willing to go week. the extra mile. I had a busy week. I listened to three other of theirs, but I didn't have time for that one. Sorry, mate. I did, I did some uh, homework. Come on, come on. This is like a job. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like his. Do you do you think on the balance like people like his voice? Because I I really like it for how unique and I, kind of I think it, he is. I think it's a marmite voice. Yeah, yeah. Which is fair enough. I don't know. I find luckily him... for me, I love marmite. You like marmite, like for real? I love. I love Marmite. Not be reals and that. I love Marmite. It's so grim though. Just so you don't like Michael Stipe. I love and his nice little his eye makeup, which I never quite understood. (laughs) I love Michael Stipe. I just I can't get behind Marmite if that's what he's all about. Stycle Mipe. Stycle Mipe. Maybe we could form an REM cover. It could be Mare. Just REM backwards. M-E-R. M-E-R would be alright. It's the end of... It's, what's at the end of... It's the end of the month as we know it. <laughs> okay. Is this, you're trying to or, dodge Lars right now. Or instead, instead of South Central Rain, it's North... It's North, North Backwards Sun. Yeah. There's something there. Are you um are you ready for a bit of summer winter? Winter summer. Winter not, summer summer I'm winter ready, tomato yeah. to Well, whilst I'm I explain ready. to the three of you can you just not be ready <laughs> for a second? Sorry. Oh my god. I'm not ready yet. So for the, for the people that don't care and the people that do care there's only three of you anyway that listen. That's actually not even Summer winter. It's 45, not we're global now. Wow. Is that of all time or just one episode? All time. All time. <laughs> <laughs> We've only had that's two like, episodes. That's, that's like WH Smith's on a good week. Um, yeah, I think we're doing well then. Yeah, we're beating you, WH Smith. Exactly. Suck so, it. hot and... What did I say? Winter and autumn. Hot uh, and cold. <laughs> yeah. Basically... We talk about five acts, artists, singers, songwriters, painters, plumbers, anyone. And we have to decide, oh, are they summer? Are they winter? If you don't get it, I can't explain it. It's quite simple. Like I, it's, it's quite simple. And like I said, this is 42%. Mm. Not I'm never going to find out that frequency. Really? Sorry. We tried. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we did. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give a shit at all. I, th- like, I think Lars got in the way. He kind of tied me out, and then I was just like, I couldn't be fat to try. But Oi. 
Only I know the frequency. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, that's all right. It's like, all right. Okay, so number one, uh, we, we've got the best member of Take That. No, not Jason Orange, I hear you say. It is Robbie <laughs> Williams. Whoa. No, you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna come, come out and say summer. I'm not. It just. It just. He's just summer. Immediately summer. There's nothing winter about the guy, like at all. I think the only wintery song that I can think of is Millennium, which, as we know, is sampled from You Only Live Twice, James Bond uh, film. You like his white rapping? <laughs> do 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 do. He gave it that, didn't he? But he he, he had a Sean Connery phase. He did. Sometimes his. Mm, it's hard to listen to sometimes because of the rapping. Yeah, very tricky. Guy Chambers was a genius. Robin Williams owes his life to Gary Barlow and Guy Chambers. Guy, oh, Gary Barlow is such a legend. It's very unfortunate. He's also but, like the most uh, Mancunian man that's yeah. ever existed. But he's just so dreamy. <laughs> he, always, <laughs> he always sounds like he's he's serenading you to sleep you know and then and then annoyingly talisa comes in with her fag ash breath breath. i don't know what's offended me more (laughs) that that chorus or talisa's fag ash what i like about that either she's smoking marble red or during the performance she nips out for a quick fag she didn't even listen to the performance at all (laughs) That's okay. a big for a Siggy break. Okay, number two. Yeah. Uh, poo. Um, we've got <laughs> we've got Blondie, not Debbie Harry. Blondie. Blondie. I'm gonna say summer again. Summer again. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't I don't feel like a I want to or b have to elaborate on that. Not really. I think I think that's I think that's quite unanimous. Number three. Yeah. King of the Four Chords. Status quo. Mm. I'm gonna say summer again. To be honest, oh, this is a very summery episode. I I don't like it. It's I'm gonna say summer. <sighs> and you've got a thing as well. Their biggest song is rock and all. That's not even yeah. their song. That's Fogerty's song. Oh, God, summer. Yeah, again, good song okay. though. You think? God, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I <laughs> la, 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 like it. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the next song on the list. Uh, okay, my phone's autocorrected this to Feline Dion. I don't know who Feline Dion is, but I, 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 I presume when I wrote it, I meant Celine Dion. Feline Dion. That's a character in Cats. All right. Celine. I'm, I'm saying winter. Titanic just gives such cold, yeah, literally cold wintery vibes. That's, yeah, that's like sat in front of the fireplace, you know, got your uh, got your Baileys in your hand, Celine Dion. Yeah. You know? I've, not got, I've not got Celine Dion in my hand. You've got some celeriac Dion in your, in, your, in your... Yeah, it makes sense. That's winter. For once, we got a winter one. Uh, that's and we, then, I thought we were going to go without. The penultimate winter, summer, hot and cold tea, coffee, cake, cupcake this week. Cupcake. Is, is <laughs> Is foreigner. He's foreigner. Yeah, what? I but like got... No, I can't say that. <laughs> He's foreigner. 
Oh, come on. Let me look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to know what love is, foreigner. Gotta take a bit of time. Oh, my God. I've been waiting. Oh, waiting for a girl. Okay, I know foreigner. Right. In my life, there's been heartache and pain. I don't know if I can face it again. Can't stop now. I travel so far. The days is rolling Windows, yeah. I wanna know is. I want you to do me. Lars is gonna beat you I up. I wanna feel You'll say screw. Lars is having an embol uh, a, a pulmonary embolism right yeah. now. He's so, uh, having a lot of random eye movements at the moment. <laughs> I first heard Foreigner uh when I watched Hitman's Bodyguard in cinema with my dad in 2017, 16, and they used it in a montage. <laughs> it's Ryan Reynolds just fighting a load of people because, you know, he's the Hitman's Bodyguard. So average. It's incredible. And Hitman's wife's bodyguard is even more average. Yeah. Still not as average as this podcast. It's like Zoe Saldana or something. Snowdonia, what? I forget who the wife is. Salma, Salma. Oh, it's Salma Hayek, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. It's like AI wrote them, and then I probably did because those AIs seem to write every Ryan Reynolds character in film. Yeah. Oh, I thought I spoke to someone whose favorite film is Free Guy. Was it Ryan Reynolds? (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely not his favorite either. He doesn't remember filming that. Uh, I uh, were you doing like charity work? (laughs) (laughs) I was actually volunteering at the nursery at the time. (laughs) This is a grown man. I I don't often turn off films, but I lasted about twenty five minutes, and it lasted that long because my brother wanted to watch it. Foreigner was singing at the time. Foreigner is winter. I think I want to know what love is. It's a bit depressing because he doesn't yeah. know what love is. He wants someone to show him. It's clear not going to happen. Well, I don't know, though, but those like rock power ballad kind of songs. I feel it, like that's very summer to me. Like really? Festival. Not like a festival now. Like those old festivals, you know. Like Woodstock. Like Woodstock. Yeah. It's Just not like a bunch yeah, but... of 30 year old women. As much as everyone knows the lyrics to that, it's not it's not like a it's not like a live crowd song, is it? I put it in the same bracket as Africa by Toto. That's true, it's, that's not a live show. That's not really a live song. They're both immense tunes in their own right. Yeah. Well like I feel I felt that way about Take On Me as well. Just Take not... On Me's winter. Yeah. Hey, we're but, gonna run out of bands and songs if we carry on with this. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, no, I, I'd say summer for that, to be honest. Wow. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm seeing like arms swaying in the crowd, you know, like people hugging their wives. It's a bit too slow, though. I think for a crowd, like a proper kind of, it's not a serenading song. Mm. We could start a mosh pit to foreigner. To is, foreign is that is that is that the modern version of we didn't start the fight? We could start a mosh pit. <laughs> No, there was that modern cover, wasn't there? Didn't Fallout Boy do a cover or something? I hope not. Basically, I've seen Fallout Boy, probably one of the best concerts of my life. Really? It was 
Green Day headline, and I don't care if people hate Green oh, Day. Super show. Mega Tour thingy. Hella Mega Super Hella Mega, mega Super. <laughs> Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer, and I got to see Amlin the Sniffers for the second time in a couple yeah. of months. Like a lobotomy. I, I, <laughs> I, the Ramones weren't there. I could have dropped Fallout Boy, not to lie. Yeah. Weezer, on the other hand, incredible. I'd love to see Weezer. Weezer are almost just like a party band. Like a, you just invite them around to do your kids' eight, well, sixth birthday party. Carousing yeah, Buddy Holly. Everyone's having a good time, jumping around, you know. Yep. Before new kids. Talking about sweaters and. Island Sun. Uh, islands. And then they do a nice cover of Africa. Or yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Hang on, did they cover Africa or did they cover Toto? Did they cover Toto by Africa by Toto? I'm pretty sure they did some Metallica as well, didn't they? They might have done. They co- they covered Michael they Jackson, a- that Teal album. It was so bad. But, like, some of it was okay. They did Mr. Blue Sky, and I thought that was all right. But, like, obviously just not close to as good as... I feel album. really bad for Weezer, because when you, <clears throat> when you debut with the Blue album... Yeah. How are you meant to top that? Hard. Very hard to top it. When it's your very first. So on this Teal album, yeah. Africa. Yep. Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Hang on. Sweet Dreams are made of this. That wasn't very good, I remember. Take On Me. Mm. Happy Together. Happy Together. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm not. Um, <laughs> pa- Paranoid. I'd have been paranoid making an Ooh, album like this. Yeah, that cover sucked. I remember that. Yeah, you don't cover Aussie. You know. Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. No good. Scrubs. Billy Jean and Stand By Me. Yeah, it got weird. Problem with Stand By. I know it's. I know it's a cover album, but Stand By Me is just a song that people cover. You don't Everyone's cover the original. No. Do you know what I mean? Like if you would. Mm. Anyway, back to yeah. REM. Yeah. REM? Do they? They're not really renowned for covers, are they? Oh, that's a good segue. <laughs> should I be saying that? That should be what the reviewers said. Good um, segue. Me, when I... Oh, they did the Velvet Underground, didn't they? Did they? They did Pale Blue Eyes. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what, though? Don't hate me. Okay. Not a huge fan of the Velvet Underground. Neither am I. Neither am I. It's fine. Are they, are they the ones with the banana? The they big are. Warhol they banana? Are. And I own it, but like I don't listen to it that much. I like Sunday morning, and then the rest of it's kind of... Yeah, that's my least favourite day of the week. Really? Sunday? Yeah. Uh. At Tuesday and Sunday. I don't like Tuesday, that's what I was going to say. Monday's a bit rough, but like... Well, the thing is, this is how I think of it. Yep. Monday is the start of the week. Things are <laughs> happening. Tuesday, a dead day, absolutely nothing. Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week, woohoo, let's go. Love good humps. Thursday, the new Friday. Uh-huh. And Friday is obviously the original Friday. Yeah, still Friday. Yeah. Uh, and Saturday's the weekend. We love that. We like Saturday. So- but then you kind of like lose it on Saturday and then Sunday's just like, oh my God. I'm hungover or tired or both, and like I don't want to do anything today. You know, I think that's got to be the worst then. Yeah, why she enjoyed Sunday morning so much was that Nico? That was a Nico song. So. 
I mean, um, there's nothing you... easy like a Sunday morning. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean... Was that Lionel Richie, right? Yep. Mm. I mean, they also covered that silly Lennon song, hashtag nine, number nine dream, for the Instant Karma Amnesty International campaign to save DAFA, released in May 07. Mm. I mean, I quite like that album, because Green Day did a really cool version of Working Class Hero. Did they now? <laughs> I'm <laughs> sensing some sarcasm. No. No sarcasm. I have plenty of time for Green Day. I don't think you do. Probably. I could do. I could be swayed. I could but you, be... Know, you know what I don't get about this, it, you know, albums of covers of someone that's dead or whatever that go to charity. Yeah. You're still using Lennon's songs that he's credited with writing. So does he get paid? Does the money go to him? Yoko gets the money then. Does it, or does it all go to helping save Darfur? Doesn't Yoko get in any of it? She gets all of it. Surely. And then she decides whether it goes to charity at the end. Oh, hang on, hang on. Silly me. Lennon's songs and music publishing royalties were donated to Amnesty International by Yoko Ono. Oh, she did do it. There you go. What a lovely, lovely... Everyone, and I'm sure everyone holds the same level of respect for her because of that. In in the words of CeeLo Green, she's all right, it's all right, (laughs) it's all right, it's all... Oi! Stop singing CeeLo Green! Everyone loves CeeLo Green. I, you know what, changed my opinion of uh, the woman that we were just talking about. What's her name? Yoko. Oh, no! Oh, no, no, oh, no! Mm -hmm. Um, Was... The Beatles documentary by Peter Jackson. Or Did was it Michael Jackson? I binged it all eight hours in one go because I'm a saddo. Yeah, that's that's high. That's very unemployed behaviour. Well, this yeah. was so unemployed it was three years ago, mm. <laughs> or whenever it came out. Student behaviour. Oh yes, and yeah. it was during the winter because that's when it came out. Very, are the Beatles a winter band? I ah. Uh... I think different members are different. Lennon is winter. There's vibes. Ringo, Ringo stars summer because he's a bit. Oh, I'm Ringo. Hello. <laughs> Paul down. McCartney. Can, Paul McCartney can do both. George. Yeah. It's really funny. Like George does really sad songs or like dark songs, but there's just something irresistibly summery about him. I think he's very autumn guy. Yeah. yeah, he's very. Let's take the dogs for a nice walk in the morning through yeah. the autumn leaves. Yeah. I yeah. think Michael Stipe is the type of guy to permanently live in summer. Like he has a house in Greece when mm. he wants. He's the type of guy to just hate the winter. So you could just like dodge it. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. Why? And why wouldn't you if you were Michael Stipe? Why not? Yeah, why not? The man is. Yeah. How much do you think he's worth? He's like net worth. Yeah. Uh, like twenty-five mil. Wrong, idiot. <laughs> How much? 75 million. 75? Uh, Bloody hell. That's a lot, to be fair. I mean, usually, though, they don't really see much of that, I thought. He like, could send a man to the moon for that. You think he put a man on the moon? Uh, he could easily put a man on the world, and he'd make everybody shiny, happy people as a result. Mm. You think he's ever gone night swimming? Mm-mm. Yeah, because he knows that everybody hurts. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I true. think... One thing that has always evaded him, though, is 
a frequency. Yeah. Kenneth I'd just get past that. <laughs> I mean, we all know as well that Oasis pretty much ripped off the guitar riff to the one I love for Morning Glory. Mm. Did they did they have a little dispute about that or no? Did I don't, I'm not sure them? because I think everyone just let Oasis have it. Same with the Beatles stuff. It's like, yeah, we all know you're doing it. Because they, like, they were so well liked. How did that even happen? <laughs> so we applaud you for not even trying to cover it up. How did it even happen like that? I just don't get how they got so popular so quickly. Like, uh, because he hates the establishment. Oasis, as we know from our previous episode, Oasis were, 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 were yeah. Were what? <laughs> they were fantastically bad. They were there. They were about doing whatever. Weren't that good? I mean, it was all a blur. Whoa! Oh my god! Oh my god! You're, you know, you're wondering now if we bought the wine. That's what I'm wondering now. Oh yeah, stay tuned for a special cheese and wine Alex James episode. <laughs> no, we're not getting Alex James on the podcast because quite frankly, I wouldn't want to waste his time like that. No, no. <laughs> that man's busy eating cheese and drinking cheese and 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 yeah. wine and but yeah. what we will do is try some of his cheese and his Britpop Brit Pop sparkling wine. His Britpop sparkling wine, which you know, I think we need to get to the bottom of if indeed it is good for lunchtime, dinner yeah. time, mm. breakfast time, great mm. in the Great British summer time. Any other time? Uh, not at half past nine. No, um, if you need Ooh. to put, if you can put ice in it, because he has it with ice. Yes, he recommends it with ice. He recommends it and he hit back at people that said no. And he said, the whole point of Britpop is to break the rules. I was like, okay, mate, girls and boys really both That's not even true. That's not that's a bunch of bollocks. So now we can't invite him on because I'd be like, that is that is real dumb. That's, that's not the case. <laughs> I'd love to invite him on. I'd love to spend a day with Alex James. I'd just talk to him about cheese. I, I'd annoy him with all my cheese jokes. And then I'd ask him, Mr. Alex James, do you know what the frequency is? <laughs> what's the frequency? Alex, what's the frequency? What's the frequency, Alex James? <laughs> I'd love Hello, Mr. Alex Hello, Mr. Alex James. Are you a shiny, happy people? Executive producer, Mr. Alex James. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Mr. Alex James. James. No, we could have two. We could have two execs. Mr. Alex James, are you Superman? <laughs> are you the man on the moon? He just like hangs up on the call. Are you Michael Stipe? Is it the <laughs> end of the world as we know it? Are you Steve McQueen? Are you Jimmy D? <laughs> are you <laughs> Martin Sheen? <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely hello mr alex james does everybody hurt why does everybody hurt does sometimes? everybody hurt sometimes mr alex james hello mr <laughs> alex james is that you in the corner is that you in the spotlight losing your religion 